This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. Hey guys, Kyle here, Off-Road Power Products. Cooper, Off-Road Power Products, what is happening? It's time for another episode Woo. of America's Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. It's going to be a gooder. Yep, this uh, uh, this one this one's near and dear to our hearts. Yes, and uh, before we dive into it, as always, make sure you follow us, Google Play, mm-hmm. Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and the good old YouTube. Um, and any questions, questions about recent podcasts, questions about future podcasts, something you want answered, reach out to us at podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com and, uh, we'll address it in a future episode. Yep. For sure. So today, um, I've got the perfect candidate for this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cooper. We are going to discuss the awesome and not so awesome times. Of Ultimate Adventure, the highs whoa, and whoa, lows. Whoa, 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 What? <laughs> what is this title? First of all, there are no lows. Why? Because rule number one on UA is no whining. No whining. And it's all the perspective, so you got to shift it. Sometimes things might be might be a little unsavory, but <laughs> boy, howdy, the experience and the memories that they form, <laughs> especially with that group of guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so for those of you who have no clue what we're talking about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Ultimate Adventure, Cooper, I think you'll give the better description than I will since you've, you spent so much um, it is, time. Uh, it's an event that uh, this last year we just had the 20-year anniversary of it, which was pretty epic. We went to uh, Alaska, but uh, essentially they give you no information other than a couple weeks prior to the start – they um, give you a starting point. You show up. You have to be prepared to be self-sufficient in your vehicle for a week. Your vehicle has to go at least 250 miles on a tank of fuel. You have to at least have 35-inch tires, lockers front and rear, 
um, beadlocks of some sort, whether it be a Ston internal beadlock or an actual beadlock, one of those. <clears throat> and um, yeah, you have to be ready to fix your rig wherever you are yourself and live out of it for a week. It's pretty awesome. It's it's one of those things that takes a little bit of time for, say, the um, type A personalities to get used to. <laughs> the ones that have to know every detail, like where are we going? How far are we going? When are we stopping for fuel? What are we doing? Because you're not allowed to, nobody's going to tell no. you anything. In fact, if they hear that that's the kind of personality you are, chances are they're going to start playing on that a little bit, and we're <laughs> going to have some fun with it because it's it's – <laughs> it's it's a, a, me, a lesson in social order, I guess you could say. And it, it literally is. I was lucky enough to go on one of them with you. you every day, you don't know. This isn't I like no you, clue. you don't show up day one with no <clears throat> idea, and then they give you like, a here's your itinerary for the week. Nope. You go to bed having no clue. You know where you <laughs> are right then. That's it. That's about it. For the whole week, which is really cool. Um, it so can yeah. be difficult if you're like me. I like to revolve everything around food. So, you know, <laughs> we, we definitely go prepared. We make sure there's, <laughs> there's food unless our camera guy gets into it. And then there's a whole nother story. There. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah well, that might've been a low <laughs> <laughs> bingo. Um, okay. So that's what ult who puts on ultimate adventure <clears throat> Peterson's four wheel and off-road magazine. I think now they are referred to as the, um, four wheeler network, four wheeler network. Okay. And how, I know you guys have been doing it well before I came on board at Off-Road Power eight Products. Eight years. We've been eight doing years. it for eight years. <clears throat> okay. And uh, the rigs that we have taken, um, the first and second were the diesel JK. <clears throat> the third was uh, Mjolnir, my regular cab, 2013 Ram pickup. Then we had Grandma for two years. Um, then we had Howitzer for two years, then uh, Stretch. Grandma was? The uh, 78 uh, Cherokee Chief, the okay. tan Cherokee Chief with the uh, three-link front and leaves in the rear and 14-bolt in the rear and a factory 44 front. And of all of those rigs? <laughs> Don't make me pick. That's like asking me to pick my child. What would you say? Uh, I can't pick my you favorite child. You can't pick child. one? All of them. All of them. They were all amazing. Okay. They all had, they all had their own fun little quirk, quirks, things that I had to work on. Fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> the okay. most, the most reliable. If you want to ask me which one was probably the <laughs> fair most, question, and I don't know that reliable is really the the word for it. The one that gave me the least amount to work on, <laughs> hands down, uh, stretch. Yeah. Actually, two of them. I never lifted a wrench on... Uh, no, I did lift a wrench on that one. But that wasn't the truck. That was an obstacle. Totally bent the steering. <laughs> Whatever. But stretch, I didn't have to turn our wrench on it. Uh, <clears throat> once, with the exception of uh, um, pressure washing the heck out of it because of all the mud, cleaning out the radiator. and Oh, from and the last else. trip? Oh, yeah, the last day on that, on the Ultimate Adventure. Yeah, it got... It, it went for a swim in a mud hole that was much deeper than, than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Stretch is our uh, um, 2011 uh, two-door JK that we stretched 10 inches, um, made it a 106-inch uh, wheelbase. We put the uh, R28 Cummins in it with the 8HP70 out of a Ram 1500 Eco Diesel. 
had a Atlas 3-1-2 case on it and a Pro Rock 80 rear and XT60 front with 538 gears and air lockers and 40s because America. That was a sweet rig. And then <clears throat> I know that went on UA 2018. Yep. Did it, it go on 17? No. No. So it went on 18. And then 19. Got a full makeover, or I shouldn't say makeover, but. Yeah, it got kind of a went facelift. Full, full overland for we went uh, We went full minimalist for uh, Dave to uh, yeah. take as one of the cronies <laughs> in 18 on the East Coast. And then uh, this last year, man, we put everything you could think of to be comfortable it was cool. in the middle of nowhere. Rooftop tent, had a, a table in the back, the biggest fridge freezer that we could possibly get. I don't even know how big that sucker was. It was huge. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it was awning like it was wonderful but it didn't rain on us once i put the awning on it because they said for sure it's rainy season so be ready and then we got up there and it was the driest they had ever seen of course (laughs) it always happens that way yeah that was cool though that yeah you guys had the tapui tent and that 23-0 awning which was rad yeah and it set up like super easy it was it was really nice and i hear that was also now you should be able to answer this one out of all the uas you've been on yeah was that the best as far as the meals you were having out on the trail? Um, I'd say it's a draw between that one and the year prior. Okay. The last two years, like, we've really dialed in the, uh, the trail food game. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's been next level. But that one was more than just the trip because it was 2,400 miles just to get to the start from yeah. our shop here. So that's And that's the other thing about UA that these people – that. It, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, you probably don't know. Is you don't even when do they when do they tell you exactly? Like typically is it about a, two weeks. This one I had a little prior. bit more heads up because uh, it was one of those things we had to we had to cross a foreign logistics. Country. Yeah, I mean Canada is still actually a foreign country. It doesn't feel <laughs> like it, but they are. So you two weeks prior, yep, you get a phone call or an email, and they're like, "Hey, like, this, this is where is you, where you got to start." Which was crazy because the first year I went, it was 2018. And and I had no clue. And you're like, hey, Maine. we're going to Maine. And I was like, what are you what? talking about? That is literally across the country. Um, but these people all hop in their rigs, and the majority of them drove the entire way to Maine. And uh, then a majority of them trailered, trailered, and then but drove. they're still driving. Like it, three, it's, four it's days. one of those things. Like you, you really have to know your rig to gauge that. Like I've <clears throat> I've driven to the start of. Two ultimate adventures in the vehicles. One, the first one that I drove to the start of in the UA rig was the first year howitzer, which I think was seventeen. Yeah, in Arizona. <clears throat> yep, yep. Drove uh, drove it to the start, wheeled it for the week, and drove it back. And then uh, the last the last ultimate adventure, uh, we drove the rig to the start. And again, that's knowing that rig knowing stretch knowing how overbuilt everything was on it like not even a single and i would do it again in a heartbeat like anywhere anywhere that thing needs to go i would have no concerns about jumping in stretch and driving anywhere in the country to go wheel it that's right so so you guys are trailering your rigs that's rad that (laughs) seemed like super insincere i don't think you get it that's not something you do in a zr2 oh man I'm just kidding. You could totally do it in his Bash my truck. <laughs> so you're you're driving to the start of these and yeah. then once you get to the start, what is like a day what does a day look like um, for Ultimate Adventure? Well, 
I don't. There have been a lot of them. Like <laughs> as far as the day I want to pick, uh, we could do before uh, day, maybe like the schedule. Like what's what's how does oh, the schedule? Drivers start? meeting first thing in the morning. Yeah, and and there's been a a, a shift in the way all of that goes. So initially, uh, um, and a lot of people don't know this, but Christian Hazel had started off. Um, the uh, ultimate adventure, and then it got passed over. Payway took it over, and Payway ran a, a different um, type of ship. It, it was some days were like full on death marches, and <laughs> those were some of like the funniest, funniest stories. That that year, I took the um, I think it was 2014. The year I took Mjolnir, um, we had a road day that was like 750 miles. Oh my gosh! And uh, it was uh, following. Uh, um, following Rick in his, I want to say it was the CJ 17, a uh, little silver thing. And like that year, they're like 250 miles. That's how far you got to be able to go on a tank. And he literally had to fuel up every 50 miles. <laughs> so we stopped every 50 miles of this 750 miles. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so long that at one point in time, one of the people on the trip started a Facebook group. No, it was just for us. And we were all like commenting back and forth That's on the funny. Facebook group about how, how crazy this was. And then, you know, we're going through somewhere in the Midwest. I don't remember where, but the fog was like ridiculous. Like you couldn't hardly see the side of the road. And there are big rigs that are like whipping by us, at like Mach 5 million. <laughs> I don't think they even slowed down. And I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm glad I'm in a big truck. It would really suck to be in like, you know, Tim Hardy's little Suzuki. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> His thing. little samurai. But yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point in time, I'm like, we're on this road and I got those stickies on and there's like a six inch lip to the shoulder. And I saw it and I'm like looking at him like, man, that's a big lip. And the tire like immediately right then grabbed it, pulled me off into the soft shoulder. And I'm like, oh, gosh. But these stickies were like super hot. So they picked <laughs> no. up all the gravel there. And uh, JW Speaker was behind me with JT uh -oh. Mulder and Jason Speaker. And I just hear him <laughs> over the radio screaming because there was like a waterfall Rocks. of gravel all over the hood. Like the next stop that we were at, I think there was like gravel like all over the hood still that just kind of hung on i was like oh god whoops those stickies really work <laughs> <laughs> so you wake up you do driver's meeting well on, on that day in particular we rolled into camp at like three o'clock in the morning three in the morning from from waking up and i'm assuming pretty early six, six o'clock driver's meeting at six thirty. And you have and, a road day, which is essentially a non-wheeling just we're gonna drive day oh no we wheeled part way through like sometimes they'll like to throw it up. They'll call it a road day, but then halfway through the road day, you'll have some little quick, you know, detour that lets you get in the dirt, get the get the rig muddy, which is always a fun break. And on that trip in particular, it it was raining quite a bit, and uh, everything was super super slickery. And there was this one one stop during a road day where. I came over the edge and I knew that I, I shouldn't have probably, but it was too late at that point in time. The thing just slid the whole way down. It was probably 150 feet. I completely missed the turn for the next spot and was just hoping <laughs> to stop before the tree that was in front of me. And that's a big truck too. Yeah, it was a big truck. Yeah, it was a fun, it was a fun trip though. So we typically wake up, have a driver's meeting at, at that point in time. It was six 30 in the morning or so. 
Um, then we would typically have uh, about 30 minutes ish, depending on how the herding herding cats went <laughs> before we would set off. And uh, depending on whether or not it was at uh, a day that we would wheel and stay at the same place again, or we had to pack all our gear with us, it would determine whether or not we would leave gear at camp or haul it with us. Obviously, if we had the option to unload weight, sure, we would just so we could wheel a little bit easier. But uh, then uh, we'd hit the road and uh, typically go and go and go until we were at camp again. Sweet. Yeah. So that's uh, that's UA highs lows. I don't I don't think of any anything that happens on the UA as a low personally it's all just a different experience i know i get a lot of people that are like why well, you broke the ring gear you know, missed a whole day <laughs> yeah it sucks breaking a ring gear and missing missing hanging out with the group and doing the things that they're doing but there's also a certain satisfaction and excitement about knowing that okay i just busted a ring gear i'm out here in the middle of nowhere can i get this done sure and figuring out how to get a ring gear swap in in a dirt lot with just the tools that we packed and uh, maybe whoever else we can come across for some help. And I know um, on that year with, uh, God, what was it? Howitzer, this, the one in Maine. Yeah, when we 2018. Busted, busted the ring gear Day there. <laughs> um, it was really nice. There was a local shop that let us uh, show up there. We, we had parts shipped in. Nitro Gear took really good care of us. Next day aired those out. And we had everything torn apart, cleaned up, ready to go back together. So that the moment the gear showed up, we... Slapped it all together, threw it all in. Everything, uh, we got lucky first shot. The uh, pinion depth, everything was right on and uh, buttoned it up. I think that gear job in, in total from start to finish between Dave and I um, working on it maybe took two hours. We, oh, spent, more time, we spent more time waiting on the parts to show up from <laughs> FedEx, FedEx, yeah. which... It was a whole other story because UPS <laughs> showed up first and dropped off his packages and drove off. And Dave were like, Where's uh, our gears? what? <laughs> this isn't going to work. And then, uh, and then the FedEx guy showed up a little bit later. Yeah. Nitro gear took care of us. That's the other fun thing, you know, kind of the relationships you form with the manufacturers. If you do run totally. into an issue, they bend over backwards to take care of you. And, and it isn't just in situations like that during ultimate adventure. This is the way most of the companies that we work with are. And and it's been great. The kind of network and the tightness that we have, the camaraderie um, on and off the trail has been wonderful, which makes this, this business so much fun. And then the, the opportunity to go out and see all the terrain that we see with a tour guide that has set something up for us that is, off the beaten path it is not the norm we get to see kind of the um deep down stuff that the locals get to see not yeah. the stuff that the normal looky lose that come through get to see and it's <clears> been uh it's been real neat and, and we've done some pretty iconic uh parks and trails and so many that i probably have forgotten a majority <laughs> of them but some of them aren't open anymore and uh, that's sad but uh, i'm glad i had the opportunity to wheel them so you've been doing this you did you eight years of eight UA? Years, eight yep. years of UA. Mm -hmm. So from the start of UA to now mm -hmm. and the progression that kind of with off-road power products, the entire industry with everything changing and growing yes. and evolving, what what is the biggest thing back then you wish, or the biggest thing now you wish you had first UA? Um, I don't 
like a rooftop tent, a fridge freezer. No, because I, I think every every one of them, like you, you learn what you like more. Sure. The more you get to experience, and I think the more of that stuff you experience, you know, like let's, for instance, if if a kid turns sixteen and his first vehicle's a Ferrari. Yeah, kind of ruins it. What's the what's the <laughs> level of appreciation if you haven't had a beater of some sort to start with that you had to go kick every time you wanted to start it or, you know, hit the starter with a hammer, you know? It's yeah. one of those things where the the progression is going to be different for everyone, but don't skip steps because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, like I said, I was able to go 2018, and it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me to see just the the – how intense that one week is and it really is intense it's when people say we're going wheeling for a week this it's like hard oh, there's some gnarly gnarly trails like every day the, the, the rough thing is the video and the pictures don't do the terrain justice Not and then all. like on that one in particular having a rig like howitzer was <laughs> every trail we showed up <laughs> at every, the trail leader's like uh you're gonna take that where i'm like uh I don't know. Am I? Well, and the the <laughs> slick rock and mud. And oh man, it, too, there was just... no traction in between the weight of that rig and the lack of traction. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. But we got that thing twisty. It went a lot of places. We had a lot of people going, "What on earth are you thinking?" And uh, it was it was pretty epic. So, and I know you you've never had any major breaks. I know there have been some in the past with UAs where it's. Nothing that's well, somebody's I, done. Like they, they I, cannot I had, continue. I had one that had took me like out. That? It was the second uh, 2013 Ultimate Adventure. It was literally the day before the last day. We made a stop on the side of the road to get everyone bunched back up. And as I went to hop back on the road with the uh, diesel JK, the uh, pump in the transmission gave up the ghost, and I knew it immediately. And I was oh, like, no. oh, yeah, there we go. There's second the, to last day. Second to last day, 4060 let me down. <clears throat> Luckily, there was a, a Napa Auto Parts that had a locking back um, back lot, and they uh, they said that uh, we could lock the Jeep in there and then grab the tow rig the next day and bring it back down after everything was done. And, and that was cool because then we hopped in uh, Hercules, Fred's big oh, diesel yeah. JK that AV built with the six-cylinder Cummins in it, and we drove to the – <clears throat> to the end and then uh, went back down there and that was a whole other fun story because um the truck we used to haul it back um we weren't going to haul the gooseneck trailer down to grab it <clears throat> so i had to put a tow bar on it and uh <laughs> i'm drilling for the tow bar and i broke the bit and i'm like oh gosh uh-oh so Brian takes off and runs to the Home Depot, and he shows up there like 30 seconds after they closed. But the guy was like walking up to, <laughs> to lock, lock the, the door. door, and Brian like grabbed the the power door and opened it and said, "I need a drill bit." Right now. <laughs> and the guy was like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> so he went and got me a drill bit, and I almost busted that one too. I still have that that drill that uh, that we bought at the Napa store. Like that thing is the most indestructible heavy duty drill oh ever. Oh my gosh! So if you got a if you've got to buy a plug in drill, the Hitachi <laughs> works <Napa>. really really <laughs> good. But uh, yeah, I got that tow bar put on, and then we hooked it up to the back of the uh, Raptor Super Duty and hauled off to uh, his dad's place. And that was a cool trip because that's um, where I picked up that '65 Chevy. His grandpa's old truck that oh, we're working yeah. on in the shop. 
<clears throat> Which I picked is it up then. Gonna be cool. Oh, it's gonna be rad. Hauled it back. We'll get into that in yep, another not episode, but hauled it back with the diesel JK and um by the time we got back to uh um Spokane here with the diesel JK after having been through all the mud down south and all the mud in Florida and putting the hard top back on and letting it all bake. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> that rig was rank. <laughs> I don't know if there's if there's a rig that comes back from UA ever. Oh, no, they're forever changed. <laughs> it's, it's, they're they, somewhat pickled. They are forever changed. <laughs> so I know I know you couldn't pick a rig. Is there a most memorable year? Oh gosh, for UA for you, one yeah. that stands out the most. That one's tough. Because, I know because they're um, all epic. Well, yeah, and they're they're all epic in their own right. Sure, they're all epic for different reasons. Like this last year in Alaska, that was the most amazing scenery and um, trip as far as driving goes. I've ever been on was the wheeling over the top. No, it didn't even hold a candle as far as difficulty goes compared to everything that we've done in the past, but it was different and exciting and amazing for a different reason. You know, from a, from a wheeling standpoint, gosh, taking grandma on uh, four dice and the Rubicon. Yeah. That year was pretty rad, but that was also the year that we almost killed our camera guy. Yeah. Sad day. Poor Cameron. Dehydration will yeah. get you when it's that 114. One, that was the original. Uh, take me through a day in the <laughs> UA that I was going to go through. Uh, so remember, drink lots of water. That's really about it. <laughs> oh, man. So lots of good memories with UA. Yeah, um, and and really what makes it up is the scenery is, is amazing, but the yeah. group of people that we have, it's like cool. every one of them is just over the top positive and all on the same team like they are the best guys the salt of the earth and they are so much fun to hang out with for a week and the thing i noticed too like that whole you know no whining rule number one which is a legit rule yeah i mean but people are there with some really expensive rigs they've invested a lot of money in these things and they're breaking expensive parts and they're just grinning ear to ear oh yeah it's awesome yeah it's it's hands down the most positive atmosphere you can be around oh yeah um, and if they aren't so if, if the guys that are there are jumping in to help you they're gonna heckle you which is also <laughs> fun i've been on the giving and receiving end of that and <laughs> it's it's always fun so yeah ultimate for me ultimate adventure was definitely a lifetime experience um i know you've had the opportunity to go on a ton of them um but yeah check it out we do have um thankfully coverage of a lot of them. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, you can check out our YouTube, and you can go to um, our Ultimate Adventure playlist, and you can see it's almost kind of like a day-by-day Yeah, episode. ever since uh, 2016. Yeah. That was, uh, that was the year we brought uh, the old Cameron on board, 2016. So there's a couple different rigs. There's one good day. There's one good <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was that the year that he got? That was the year. That was the First year. First run. Yeah, funny story yeah. on that one. So I like, forgot. It's it's the first run, and um, my <laughs> oh, kids boy. and Brian, as I'm leaving, are like, okay, don't kill Cameron. Day one in the books, I'm walking back into the hospital after I've dropped our little Cameron off at the emergency uh, ambulance drop-off, and Brian's like, so, did you kill Cameron? And I started texting back, we're at the ER right now, and I'm like, yeah. 
maybe this isn't a text. I should probably <laughs> call him. Phone call. But literally, like two hours later, my daughter Hannah, did you kill Cameron? I'm like, oh my gosh, what do these people think I'm going to do to him? <laughs> uh, we love the guy. He's awesome. He puts together all this great stuff. But yeah, that is a great. I think he's done a lot of growing since he uh, encountered us. Yeah. He's he's learned he's the value hydrated. of hydration. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're ever like even a moment, you're like, oh, man, I need some. He's like, bottle, bottle right here. <laughs> what you got? The downside to that is as soon as he gets out of your rig, you look over and there's six half drank water bottles. Oh, my gosh. He is a full toddler. <laughs> it's like full toddler, like happening? half drank. Like he forgets what he did with it, gets another one, drinks half it's, of it. This I one's got, not cold anymore. I got back from Alaska, and I kid you not, I counted it out. There were 11 half drank <laughs> bottles of water on his side side of the jeep i'm like oh my uh, god for he's, reals he's just, he's five of them were under everybody. the seat i'm like how did he even fit them under here there's an air compressor <laughs> he kept hiding them oh man this was mine no oh what <laughs> <laughs> well thank you everybody for listening uh listening again you can see all of our ua stuff uh, most of it's with cooper um all of it's really with with coop i think i attended one year so lots of really cool videos there episodes episodes broken out day by day yeah so you can kind of really watch start to finish and get that kind of full ultimate adventure experience yeah and if uh, if you're looking to put together your own ultimate adventure don't hesitate give us a call we can uh, point you in the right direction for parts that do and don't work and uh, get you on the right track so yeah. you can get your rig ready to go and you can go make your memories definitely so again Google no whining play. No whining. Number no whining. one, no whining. Rule number one, no whining. And I, trust me, this guy will not let you forget no, that. I won't let you forget it. <laughs> uh, follow us along. Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, Coop. Thanks for the awesome stories. Yeah. We'll see you guys on the next episode of America's Off-Road Podcast. Booyah. Booyah.